to God, man was born to fellowship with Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, with the Father God Almighty. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done for us. We give you this time. We welcome you. Be with those listening. Reveal your glory to them. And I believe with them for their needs. Send out laborers, Lord, into the harvest field. In the Middle East, in Israel, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and and the peace of Israel. Thank you, Jesus, for saving us, for coming to the earth as one of us and showing us the, the way and revealing yourself to us. And thank you, Lord, in the wonderful name of Jesus. Every person on the earth was born to fellowship with God Almighty, with Jesus Christ. His presence and glory is beyond description. He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe, and everything about Him is also the same. Like, every, all of his, his nature, His qualities, His attributes, beyond, just so wonderful. Jesus Christ is the Lord God Almighty. I'm very privileged to present this message to anyone who will listen. Knowing God is the greatest privilege for mankind, really the only privilege, but it's the greatest, highest, and and most wonderful. It's what humans were created to do. And we might say that the anointing, the anointing of Jesus Christ, the, the, the presence of Jesus, is more valuable than everything in the world multiplied times infinity. Really, it's, that's not accurate because in Him is all value and outside of Him is no value. All value. When someone knows Jesus Christ, no matter if they just stay with Him on the earth, they will spend eternity in glory They will fellowship with Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, with the Father God Almighty for eternity. And they will experience the unsearchable eternal riches of Jesus Christ. That's a famous scripture, um, the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. That's available on the earth. He's available. He's fully available. As I mentioned yesterday, such a wonderful revelation that He's available to every person all the time, their entire life, for all eternity. And all they have to do is just believe in Jesus Christ with their heart and then confess Him with words. Now, okay, I I almost want to just focus on the glory of the Lord. His presence and His majesty and His beauty and all everything about Him so wonderful. When we meet Him, we'll only want Him and we will tears will become our language and we will be able to live victoriously, to forgive others, to be merciful, even with as 
well. And, and that's this famous scripture, I can do all things through Christ, the anointing who, who strengthens me. Some experts have said that that can be expanded to, to say, I can do all the things that He requires of me and wants me to do through the anointing. I, one of the reasons I, I almost want to just focus on the Lord and the glory of the Lord and how you know His glory, His majesty is that many times we try to figure everything out. We try to go to the Bible we, or Scripture. We try to explain, you know, and I, as if you've listened to these messages, you know that in some ways I'm trying to explain and, and I think the word is even being an apologist, someone who defends the Gospel. There's a place for all of that. But the greatest thing is the Lord Himself and celebrating Him and all that He is. Worshiping Him. What a privilege to serve Him. To know Him. To learn from Him. All these wonderful things that Jesus does. And it's a glorious revelation that... <clears throat> So let's look at the famous scriptures. Okay, here I am going to the Bible, which we're fortunate to have it. Okay, Jesus is the revelation of God. Jesus is the express image of the invisible God. He's the exact representation of God's nature. That's from Hebrews chapter 1, that last one. So everything about Jesus reveals the Father God Almighty. And Jesus spoke often, so often about His relationship with His Father. And He said, I and the Father are one. And He said, He who has seen Me has seen the Father. And then one of the most famous, He said before Abraham was, I am. So He is the Lord God Almighty. To think that that, I'll repeat it, that famous statement, I believe it's Wesley who said it, God came to earth as a man and justified Himself to the world. That's powerful. Incredibly, that, that's an eternal revelation. Here's a, one example of, of something really uh, that Jesus spoke about. We just did a website called JesusTheBreadOfLife.com dashes between those words. So we, we looked, we really studied the Bread of Life passage. In that passage, ten times, we found ten times where Jesus spoke about His, you know, divine relationship with His Father. Ten, ten times. And so He's emphasizing that. Now here's what's so glorious. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, forever. Same thing. When we know Jesus, we are one with, with the Almighty God. You know, that's the eternal revelation. We have the privilege of experiencing it on the earth. And something I've been emphasizing is how we as humans have such often 
have such different views and opinions and so forth of Jesus Christ and of God Almighty. Well, I believe the, the Holy Spirit is the great revealer of Jesus Christ and I believe He reveals that Jesus Christ is literally the Lord God Almighty. He's and, and you know he's the savior he's the messiah he's the son of god he's the you know all these wonderful the i am statements he's the light of the world he's the and he offers to be our friend like he's our master he's our friend he's our so we, we go into this where everything in our most holy faith becomes this glorious revelation and celebration. That's what I want to emphasize. That's that one of the biggest deceptions possibly is, is that people do not realize it's a celebration. He, he literally offers like everything that a human being wants, needs, desires, longs for, hopes for, and dreams of is found in Jesus Christ. Literally everything. Like, and the greatest thing is knowing Him and His glory, His majesty. When someone meets Him, it's just, they don't want anything else. And they'll realize, wow, this is the answer. It's, it's not just... Um, well, it's knowing Him in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the key. I have not mentioned this recently, but here are some examples of the deception, okay? Just when we in the natural, when we have not met the Holy Spirit yet, okay, and some of these, well, there's certain aspects of, well, certain scriptures and, and maybe their translations and certain things in our most holy faith that unless the Holy Spirit reveals them, people may, may not realize that it's a celebration. What are some examples? Let me just mention some. <clears throat> there, some Jesus said, Anyone who does not give up everything he has cannot be my disciple. Okay, so that sounds like, well, we need to just give up everything and, and it's going to be very, very difficult. Okay, it sounds like that. Then he said, if anyone comes after me, let him take up his cross and follow me. Okay, so we're thinking, okay, this is going to be so difficult, right? We're... Um, he said, if anyone wants to save his life, he'll lose it. If anyone loses his life, he'll find it. These are wonderful revelations. Remember, Jesus is revealing mysteries of the kingdom. Which is, if, if we do these things and we lose our old nature, we find what we were created to do. The Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, the, the, the Lord God Almighty, and He offers... That's what, okay, that's what we were created to do. The very first teaching, the Beatitudes, blessed is, is a word that people may not 
understand what that word means. And then the first one is poor, you know, poor in spirit, meek. The next translation, that Greek word I looked up, it's actually difficult to translate that Greek word. They translated meek is the most common one. So people are thinking, okay, we've got to be poor and meek and it's going to be, you know, this is unnatural and, um, and then we've got to be merciful and, uh, you know, how can I be merciful to these people who are, you know, who have uh, taken advantage of me? Um, and remember, I know some specific people that I know who are resistant to being a Christian because people have taken advantage of them and they don't like them, you know. And so, okay, so you see these... Okay, then we know that central to our faith is that Jesus died for the world, shed His blood, died for the world. That's a difficult thing, right? It's the most wonderful, indisputable proof of God's love. That Jesus is love, that He loves, that He did that. That God the Father decided that. And it's just so wonderful. Okay, and then we look in the Old Testament, these sacrifices of animals. Okay, today, many people would find that very difficult, right? Animal rights people. and Well, all of that is a symbol and type and foreshadowing of the sacrifice of Jesus. And God is so perfect and holy, there had to be His perfect Son of God, His perfect beloved Son, who came straight from heaven and whose blood came from heaven. And, and when He, you know, shed his blood and died it's just that's so glorious okay so there is this paradox that's a word for it but you do you see this what i'm saying is there's such deception people we don't people don't realize that that god this is what we were created to do that god offers an eternal celebration and he offers the this the et- Jesus called it eternal life, everlasting life. That's the the divine nature, the life of the Almighty God, the Zoe divine nature, abundant life to the full till it overflows. Amen. He he said, if anyone gives up everything and leaves homes and family. He'll receive a hundredfold, he or she, a hundredfold in this life and in the life to come. A hundredfold is the exponential return. And so God is so prosperous. What I'm referring to is He offers abundant happiness, abundant joy, abundant peace, love, faith, hope, on and on and on everything a human wants. And so that, okay, it's so glorious. He's a, the super abundant, giving, gracious God Almighty. He's merciful, gracious and giving, long-suffering. Jesus, of course, ref- fulfills and, and is exactly the same way. I'll try to finish with this. The greatest thing 
you know, still someone, if we really get to the heart of it, it's meeting, it's being born of the Spirit. That, that's the key. That, I really believe that's the third birth, as I mentioned yesterday, that a person can experience. And someone will begin to know His glory and majesty. That's the treasure Jesus spoke about. Let's look at His parable again. It, um, when a man... He said the kingdom of heaven is like a, a, a man who found a treasure in a field and he went and hid it. And he went and sold everything he had and bought the, the field. You know, when I say that some, when someone meets him, he's the only one that they will want, I'm, I'm basically, it's kind of another way to put that that parable I believe it's a parable it's a you know it also could be like an, a metaphor well you know it's it's a parable because it's a story he this man found the treasure what did he do first he hid it I mean he had found something that was so precious to him He didn't tell anyone. He didn't. He hid it. Okay, then he went and bought the field and had it for himself. You know, that's someone will just. That's the key. That's going straight to God. If someone never hears the gospel, they just go straight to Him. They have the determination I'm going to find Him. And when they do, they found what they were created for. If someone hears about Jesus Christ, they're fortunate go straight to Jesus Christ. And and that's that's literally the only way someone can be saved, really. When Jesus also said the next right after that parable, he, he gave the parable of the man, he said the kingdom of heaven is like a man who went in search of a pearl of great price and when he found it he sold everything he had and bought it. Um, it's glory to God. I do want to add this. I did not mention this when I spoke about the mystery of the kingdom of heaven of, of about humans and the fact that we're made in God's image and we have the authority to determine, I say this in reverence, but to determine our eternal destiny, our eternity. It's so simple. If someone just says, well, I believe in God and I, and in my heart and I receive Jesus, they're saved. You know, it's simple. It's not. At the same time, though, there's this mystery um, about the human being because we're made in God's image. And what I mentioned was, I gave the examples. So there's the plus side, right, of people who simply believe and say with their mouth that they know Jesus Christ. Okay? They're saved. It's that simple. Okay? On the negative side, 
I mentioned the examples of the extreme examples of like an atheist or an agnostic when they say, well, you know, I don't believe in God. You know, that's what they get. What I did not mention was, remember that Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, I do, I think, I think one aspect of this is that it does start with what, you know, of course, with what someone believes, believes in their heart, not just what they say. So, it very well could be when an atheist says, you know, I don't believe in God, that they, first, they believe that in their heart. And so, out of the abundance of their heart, they're saying it. But those both of those together, of course, are a very dangerous thing for a human being to do because God's given us the authority. Yes, He's given us a free will. Even more than that, the authority to to basically be saved or not. There's a mystery in this that is beyond words. It, it's a glorious mystery. Now here's an example. I did touch on this, but, but if a believer... But believers, of course, have incredible authority. Jesus said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And He said, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. He said, by your words you'll be justified, by your words you'll be condemned. And so believers, I just, I really feel there's a, a, an aspect where a believer has authority to receive or not receive. I know that sounds basic, but Jesus offers what he called eternal everlasting life, which is on the one to ten scale is infinity. And so a person, if we try to put it in a human example, a person could receive, you know, on that one to infinity scale, they could receive ten or twenty or thirty or fifty or a hundred or I mean Jesus offers his presence in glory. He offers we know the things that he's doing today. He, he, he sets free. He heals. He anoints. He, he said, "It's your good father's. It's your father's pleasure to, to give you the kingdom." But it's it's again, it's up to a person whether or not as to what they receive. If a, if a believer believes in their heart that God does not heal and then they say, well, you know, I, don't, I just don't think He heals, well, then that's what they're going to... They miss out. It's the same principle with salvation. God's fully available. Jesus fully available. He, in fact, not just more than just available, He's knocking on the door of their heart. He's knocking on the door of every believer's heart. And if a, if a human being decides, you know, I even heard someone say once that, well, I don't want to repeat it really, but 
let's look collectively at unsaved people. If they, if they choose a different way, then that's what they get. They, if, and if they miss out on Jesus Christ, they're missing out on what they were, you know, eternal everlasting life on the earth. Even worse, they miss heaven for eternity. You know, something that they are, some people are so, they, they, I almost don't want to mention other people, uh, unsaved people's reactions and, and responses to the gospel. It's almost, I mean, it, it, it's, we, we probably should get our expectation level ready for it. Because remember, even in the first teaching, the Beatitudes, Jesus said, Blessed are you, and people hate you, and revile you, and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy, for great is your reward in heaven. Like, to think that humans have the responses that they do is, is very discouraging. That they would treat it so lightly, and, 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 and disregard, and not, you know, and that Often we as believers do the same thing and that we, we judge other uh, people who are in ministry and we, you know, um, as I mentioned, the, these entertainers that I've followed are using Jesus Christ's name in vain often. Like, I mean, it's almost like they just, to think that, that but let's look at the big picture. To think that people would would not... How can they not receive Jesus Christ? How can they not... How can they stay away from Him? Now, l- let me judge myself and other... You know, we... Again, we as believers. We do things that grieve the Holy Spirit. You know, we, uh, there's a fame, uh, I like the lyrics in one of the worship songs, I'll let my words be few. You know, let's, let's focus in on Jesus Christ and Him and Him only. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. And he will teach us and lead, uh, what we should and should not do. Amen. And and what we should and should not say. Okay. Also, here I'll, I'll I do want to add something new. We added to the list of the things, some of the things, the wonderful things that Jesus Christ does. We added Jesus guides. We know that He said the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of the Father. And so Jesus Christ guides um, you know, into all truth, the, the truth, these, the eternal truths that, and revelations of the great and awesome God and how He's revealed Himself through Jesus Christ and given Jesus Christ to the world. And the truth of what's available 
to every human. So, thank you for listening. Please do visit our websites. They are listed on our homepage, wonderreality.org. It's a privilege to, to present this message. We're here for you. And mainly, we want people to find Jesus in His glory. And then there's unlimited potential. Amen. Amen. Please email us at hello at wonderreality.org. Thank you. Blessings.